Today's goddess is the original Becky with the good hair. She is Medusa. Hello, goddesses. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 51 Ooh. of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Gigi. And this is the amazing lioness birthday girl, Nicole. Happy Roar. birthday, my love. Roar. Thank you. Roar. <laughs> roar, roar, roar. <laughs> Why don't all of you Leos, because now you're dubbed all Leos right now, yes, join yes. us uh, and drink some tea or spirits and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And of course, if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. You can also find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos, or at, you can email us goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review, and also word of mouth is priceless. <laughs> we love that pricelessness. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, goddesses, grab your drinks. Let's chat. Let's do this. Oh my goodness. So Jinx has this thing where she loves eating the leaves of my fake flowers for Nococo Creations. So I don't know if that's quite healthy. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> so lately she's been pooping out some leaves and stuff. And I'm like, can you not eat the merchandise? That's all I ask of you. Yeah. My um Titus likes to eat tissues and fabric at times. Didn't he eat so, the um the reusable dishcloths? Yeah, stuff? I had like these like cellulose, like Swedish di- dishcloths or whatever. Uh-huh. And yeah, he ate half of that, and so it took him a few days to poop that out. And <sighs> if there's ever a napkin or something left on the ground or cardboard or something, he's gonna eat it. He's like, look out! This is my dinner. I I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, and then Jinx has now been eating Lex's food, so she's oh. eating the K nine KD kidney and mobility for seniors oh, interesting so jinx i swear what are you eating now stop it stop that she full-on like had it hanging out of her mouth you're done you're done oh, no. oh my goodness hold on it's a disaster it's a birthday disaster okay i'm done Hi. um so yeah gg mine's coming up this will come out on the 9th so it'll be the day after my birthday yes and then yours is coming up the following week so we're gonna try to yes. get your episode in and then we may need to take a little hiatus because i'll be moving <laughs> yes we've been going through a lot of big things nicole has been in the process of purchasing a home <gasps> which is so exciting and so scary it's going to be a lot of commotion with that i'm sure yeah so i i love how that scared me more than like the whole marriage thing yeah right? <laughs> it's, it's more it's more of a commitment you're you're legally tied down <laughs> i know even I looked, more so i looked at chris i go well we're not going anywhere now are we oh my gosh oh god yeah. oh um for halloween lovers just so you know went to michael's today just looked around see a little home decor and they had and i'll take a picture so Gigi can put it on our instagram it's a cute little placard sign and it says um there's a little magic in all of us and it's Aww. all the phases of the moon oh isn't that cute like. yeah 
and I had a 20% off coupon. So it was like $13. I was like, oh, yeah, awesome. I love it. Cool. But they have a lot of like, if you're really into tarot, uh, palm reading, like, you know, Halloween time there, they have all those mm-hmm. cool little home decor look things. So, I mean, yes. I keep this it out is... all year round. Yeah. Same with my sister. This is yeah. her, um, her home shopping time. <laughs> She's like, this is my home decorating time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also she buys all the wardrobe for her daughter for the year. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, okay. <laughs> all right. I get it. Yeah. Just sense. buys all the things and all the different sizes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Are you mm-hmm. going to eat the sign too, Jinx? Cheese. Yeah. She's on it? an eating frenzy, apparently. She is. She's like 15 pounds. I was like, whoa. Oh. She's a turkey. <laughs> She's my little she's towing it down a little bit, Miss <sighs> Miss Jinxy Poo. Well, she's active though. J- uh, Cleo is a, a bit top heavy. She's got those little skinny legs <laughs> yes, and like a yes, big body. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my oh honey. Um, let's think. Anything new and exciting? I can't remember. No, just been working a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Been uh having hives because of stress I'm assuming so that's mm. been fun um but I saw that you and um your boo went out yesterday we I, did I, you looked so cute mom and dad looked cute oh, <laughs> you. um yeah we went out to the place where we got married it's like a 45 Aww. minute drive so it's on the lake But the last time we were there was November and it was, you know, off season. There weren't many people. So it was a totally different thing. And as you know, being an August baby, um, it went from like being hot here to like the gross summer humidity heat. And I'm like, yep, right on par for my birthday. So it feels like the 10th level of hell. And yeah, so we were inside, but we were right by a door and and they kept going in and out of the door. And I was like, oh, I'm sweating. (laughs) Schwitzing. And then I had a really good cocktail. Actually, it was gin, something, honey, and I can't remember whatever else, but it was called Bee's Knees. Oh, I like it. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, but I'm like becoming a huge gin fan. Like that's a little alarming how much I like it. You like your gin and juice? I I do. <laughs> <laughs> Laid back with my mind on my mind. Um yeah, no. It's it's a little scary. I'm like, I don't know. Give me a lime, give me some gin and tonic. Done. There you go. I like it. Done and done. Um I'm actually drinking today a white tea, but it's a carbonated Oh, nice. One of those aha things. So you might hear me burp. I'm sorry, everyone. Sorry. I just uh, chugged down my morning matcha. So, Mm. yes. I, you know, I respect that because you don't drink coffee anymore, right? Yeah. I stopped drinking coffee in March. That's awesome. And it's really helped with my anxiety by having less caffeine in my system. Um, And then I've been just trying to add little extra goodies to if I want a tea with creamer like I just got this superfood creamer that has like lion's mane and reiki uh whatever that other rishki rishiki whatever no no I can't remember what it's called you know but you know those uh those other really good mushrooms and then um a few other things in there so it's like a superfood creamer it's all plant-based and then I put in my like collagen in there and yeah so just trying to, trying to help my innards, you know, with yeah, uh, anxiety and busting out the hives and all that stuff. So. Yeah, your body's been yelling at you. 
It's a mad. lot lately. Mm-hmm. It's mad. It's pissed off. Mm-hmm. But um, well, hopefully you'll figure that out soon. So yes, of but, course. Yeah. Well, you want to get this uh, train started? Yeah, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> That was beautiful. I'm so proud of you. You are just a showman. Oh. Or a show woman. A a show person. A show person. A show pony. Okay. (laughs) Before you tell us the sources real quick. So I have this weird obsession with like stocky animals. And I think it's because Chris is a stocky guy. And um, yeah. And (laughs) but he's like got big barrel chest and stocky short legs. And um, so I love like the little pigs and like the Shetland ponies and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And when we were driving out to the place yesterday, there was a Shetland pony and I did like the hand motions. I was like, I want to stop. I want to (laughs) stop. It was someone's private pony, so I was Aww. like, I guess I can. But I was like, oh, private pony. It was so cute. I was like, baby. All right, that's Those it. Are Sorry. so funny. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> Our sources for today's goddess are Britannica.com, GreekMythology.com, GreekGodsAndGoddesses.net, TeaAndRosemary.com. Our books are The Encyclopedia of Spirits by Judica Illis, The Divine Feminine by Annette Pierso and Israel Gonzalez. Her name, Medusa, whose name probably comes from the ancient Greek word for guardian. And her appearance is that she's been portrayed as an extraordinarily beautiful goddess. She was prior to, which she was prior to her transformation with a bountiful locks of hair in her classic monster form with her contorted face, wings of gold, bronze hands, and snake locks. Poets claim that she had a great boar-like tusks and that her tongue lolling, was lolling between her fanged teeth. Writhing snakes were entwined entwining her head in place of her hair and her face was so hideous that her gaze was and her gaze was so piercing that the mere sight of her was sufficient enough to turn a man to stone sometimes however she's portrayed as a living woman and her face is a gorgon's mask but her body is that of a woman dressed in a and geared for battle or girded girded for battle yeah. never seen that word before <laughs> yeah, <the new> one. <laughs> girded. yeah modern images of mermaids some with snake hair are also sometimes labeled medusa but these are usually modern gorgon mermaids she may also be portrayed as a mermaid that we know in a modern sense mm. so very ocean like what does that tell you who's coming yeah. up which is interesting though because i never thought of her as an ocean like yeah. goddess well gg let me tell you let's learn medusa was the most beautiful and only mortal gorgon sister is actually a sea spirit mm. oh, look yeah. at this right after amphitrite boom let's continue with the water <laughs> nymphs i know <laughs> The Greek poet Hesiod uh, increased the number of Gorgons to three. So Steno, uh, which is the mighty, Uriel, Uriel, yeah, we'll go with that. The far springer and Medusa, the queen, mm. and made them the daughters of the sea god Forsyth, Forsys, and and of his sister wife, 
again, a sister wife, Sito. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do Roman mythology without Roman, Greek, Greek yep. Yeah, without sister, have a sister wife. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Greek mythology is littered with tales of adventures and ill-fated journeys of differing interpretations. Yet, the lore of Medusa is most often burdened with one-sided viewpoints. So, some perspective paints uh, Medusa as a creature hell-bent on death and destruction. Others characterize her as a virgin temple priestess seduced by the sea god Poseidon. He bad. Poseidon. He's so bad. <sighs> then protected by the war goddess Athena, so no further harm would come to her. Oh, see, we got to help each other out. Well, uh, Athena was the one that did it to her. So, oh, darn. yeah, we'll get but, to that. <laughs> okay. But she protected her. Darn it. Okay. I think in her way, she protected her by making her this hideous monster mm. so no one else would, t- you know do anything to her mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like you know let's lay out the plan first let's talk mm-hmm. it out yeah so however a very few narratives delved into the roots behind medusa's unfortunate mythos instead perpetrating the depiction of her as a vengeful monster mm. the generally accepted mythology chronicles medusa's beginnings as one of three gorgon sisters serving as a devotee priestess of athena and Athena is the goddess of wisdom. Okay. Medusa was then either courted or assaulted by Poseidon, ruler of the seas. Oh, Poseidon. Yeah. She may have had consensual or even sacred sex with him in Athena's temple, or she may have fled to the temple to get away from him, pursuing her. He raped her there. So it's kind of like depends it's, it's on, who, fuzzy on that. Yeah, uh-huh. who tells the, uh, the story. Athena was said to have become enraged, transforming her disgraced priestess into the savage monstrosity often seen in artist renditions. What had once been delicate strands of hair now wreathed? Writhed. Writhed. Ooh, that's a sassy Mm -hmm. word. Writhed with hissings of snakes. Athena then bestowed upon Medusa the ability to turn those who gazed in her direction to stone. And whether this was a blessing or a curse is open to interpretation. Because mm. I believe I might have put it in here somewhere, but if not, I'll say it. She never turned women to stone. Oh, okay. So that's a little. Because it always says turn man to stone. Mm-hmm. So separated from her sisters and lonely, Medusa wandered through the African desert. As she traveled, some of the serpents in her hair fell to the ground and slid away. Legend says this is why so many of the desert areas in that region have so many snakes today. Oh, wow. In a final act of betrayal, Medusa, in a final act of betrayal, Athena later aided the demigod Perseus in his mission to slay Medusa, as we all know from A Clash of the Titans. Mm. Using Athena's shield as a mirror to avoid the Medusa's direct gaze, the Greek hero was able to... succeed he was able to succeed where so many had failed before him oh he was thinking Mm -hmm. well yeah she gave him she's like hey guess what i got the blues yes perseus beheaded medusa while she slept but her severed head retained its power to paralyze and turn viewers into stone Hmm. Which, I mean, you never saw. Did you see the old Clash of the Titans? I think no, we established you had. No. Right. Mm-hmm. We need to do like a viewing party because yes. it's the best. But in that, of course, they have to have like this big fighting battle. She's like kick ass with bow and arrows. It's like claymation. 
you know, <laughs> and they fight. And then he watches in the mirror in his shield and then he like cuts her head off. But okay, kind of not as fun when she's sleeping, you know? Yeah, it's kind of a. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a cowardly move. Yes. So Medusa was actually pregnant at the time of her death. And when Perseus severed her head, her two unborn children, Chrysor and Pegasus, the winged horse, suddenly sprang from her neck. These were her children from her tryst with Poseidon. Oh. And I think uh, in one legend, uh, Pegasus came from her because Poseidon would appear to maidens as a stallion. Oh. Like, oh, thinking highly of yourself here, aren't you? Mm-hmm. My goodness. Hey, you were caught in his gaze. <laughs> I mean, I still would. <laughs> but he's increasingly being bad. So yes. I don't know if I can approve of his behavior. The Gorgons were awoken by the noise and did their best to avenge the death of their sister. But they could neither see nor catch Perseus for he was wearing Hades cap of invisibility and Hermes wing sandals. Uh, Ooh, all right. Get it. It's very Harry Potter like to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. The cloak of invisibility. And- <laughs> so they went back to their secluded abode to mourn Medusa. Uh, Pindar, a great ancient Greek poet says that upon hearing their gloomy lament, Athena was so touched that she modeled after it the mournful music of the double pipe, the Adludes. Adludes? A-U-L-O-S? A-U-L-O-S. Now that Perseus had Medusa's head in his bag, he went back to Cerpheus. However, when flying over Libya, dropped Medusa's blood, or droplets of Medusa's blood fell to the ground and instantly turned into (laughs) sand. It is because of that, to this day, Libya is abound with serpents. So when Perseus arrived in Cerpheus, he used Medusa's head to turn Polydectus mm-hmm. and the vicious islanders into stone. Oh. The island was well known after for its numerous rocks. Mm. Little side note, if you go into Clash of the Titan, I love that movie. <laughs> um, so he wraps up Medusa's head and then Calibas, who's like uh, this one bad character, he comes over and he like pokes her head with a trident and which is on his hand because his hand got cut off long story and so all these scorpions arise from it so that's kind of a cool image too but it would have been cool with the snakes but um and then at the end he kills the kraken which is like the big sea monster that Poseidon was the kraken the kraken so after this Perseus actually gave Medusa's head to his benefactor Athena as a gift the goddess set it on Zeus's aegis, which she also carried, and which is actually a goat skin shield. I had to look okay. that up. And uh, she, what, all right, so she set it on Zeus's aegis as the Gorgion. She is. She also collected some of the remaining blood and gave most of it to. I should have asked Chris how to say this Aslipius. name. Asli- yeah, sure. Who used the blood from Medusa's left side to take people's lives? and the blood from her right side to raise people from the dead. Interesting. Mm -hmm. The rest of Medusa's blood, a vial containing two drops, Athena gave to her adopted son, Eurytheus. Euripides said that one of the drops was a cure-all, and the other one a deadly poison. Don't want to mess those up. Right? (laughs) Always the protector of heroes, Athena put aside in a bronze jar a lock of Medusa's hair for Hercules. 
who subsequently gave it to Cepheus' uh, daughter, or Cepheus' daughter, Stretrobe. Stretrobe? Yeah. To use it to protect her hometown, Tigas. Tigia? Tigia. Yeah, we're going to go with that. If I'm messing this up and you are a Greek scholar, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know how many scholars we have listening to us, but <laughs> they're scholars in their own right, but I don't know. Yeah. So go along with it. Embrace you know, the name. We try our best. Yeah. We are human. Well, so. I, I fully admit I did not prepare for the names. I should have put the phonetic spelling. Yes, Chris. But you know what? I didn't. It's my birthday. It's all right. Yeah. You do what you want. That's right. It's, it's my party and I'll cry <laughs> if I want to. So supposedly, even though it didn't have the power of Medusa's gaze, the law could still cast terror into any enemy unfortunate enough to even accidentally behold Ooh. it. Some badass hair, man. Mm -hmm. Another interpretation, many modern day witches now interpret Athena's response as one from a place of understanding and concern. So after all, Medusa took a vow of celibacy. She never wanted to be touched in the first place. Mm. Athena then gifts Medusa with a special weapon that frees her from the possibility of ever suffering such an assault ever again. Mm. From then on, men would fear the very slight of her sight of her and Medusa would be protected from the unwanted touch of them. I'm thinking there's other ways to go about that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to totally change. You don't have to change is. them into a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other legends say Perseus actually buried um, it, her head, in the marketplace of Argos. Other legends suggest that Medusa is actually a Libyan snake goddess. Hmm. She may be Athena, or uh, some sources say she may be Athena's mother, a closely related spirit, or possibly even the identity Athena left behind when she moved from North Africa to Greece. Hmm. I love that all of those are pretty much connected somehow. They all came from the same central basis mm -hmm. of a goddess. I love it. Athena's uh, participation in the destruction of Medusa may be interpreted as the goddess destroying her own past. Shadow work. Ooh. Mm. Alternatively, she desired Medusa's power. Athena wore Medusa's head on her aegis and shield. So that was like her, her symbol as well. Mm -hmm. Another myth suggests that Athena possessed more than Medusa's head. She flayed Medusa and wore her skin. All right. Like, well, we didn't do enough to her, you know? Yeah, you know, let's just, like, butcher you a little bit more. And I don't know if you saw The Walking Dead, but um, they... I stopped in, in the recent season. Okay, so in the later seasons, um, they have, I think they're called the Skins or something, or no, or the, the Whisperers or something like that. Sounds terrifying. And they dress in tattered clothes, of course, and then they make skin masks and skin suits out of the, zo the zombies and then they Ooh. walk amongst them and okay that's like how in other seasons they would put the zombie blood the, blo on them, the right? blood yes yeah, yeah. so they look like the zombies and they just whisper to each other and then that then they would make their own hordes and stuff and um they would be able to infiltrate other camps and stuff and they wouldn't know who was zombies and who wasn't and it was it was a lot of wars and uh, battles yeah. came from this, but Ugh. it was just like, ooh, that's you know, creepy. Just gonna be, they would uh, like make 
lacing in the back with the skin and stuff is like <laughs> so gross. Channeling their that's inner leather face. You yes, know? exactly, Ugh. exactly. Yeah, so that's all I'm envisioning right now. <laughs> <laughs> a horde of Medusa, um, like skin suits. So, that's nasty. I'm imagining it's like you know those those little bathrobe hoodies they have for kids. He just puts it on like that. All casual. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, she's like it's let so me get my hoodie. Oh. Oh, God. James uh, was actually um, kind of honing in on the Medusa mentality today and was wearing his, uh, he has a stuffed, like, rattlesnake. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was walking around with it around his neck today. Nice. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I'm just a kid with a pet snake. You want to touch it? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, you want to pet it? It's really nice. Like, <laughs> That or he's channeling like his 2000s Britney. There you go. You very know, very so. much so. Very much so, yes. He starts singing, I'm a slave <laughs> you. Uh, so, all right. So Medusa is not just a minor sea spirit. She is the goddess of menstrual power and hence female power. All right. Another menstrual goddess. I like it. Well, I, yeah, I guess it would be because her blood is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Look at me making connections. So there is an ancient um, metaphysical belief that menstrual blood is the single most spiritual and magical powerful substance on earth. It can be used to destroy or overwhelm any other power. So does that mean I need to pour out my menstrual cup into a jar and keep it? (laughs) If you want, I mean... I know there are some people that do partake in yeah. art and bathing and whatnot in it. I've even heard of facials with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's for me. Like yeah. Each their own. Yeah. Not I, so much to me, but I know there are mm-hmm. some, um, you know, different pagan beliefs and people mm-hmm. that do practice that. And hey, you're not hurting anyone. You're using your own stuff. So. Exactly. Exactly. Although I was really interested in using my um, placenta and umbilical cord blood but I just didn't have the funds. Um, but a lot of people do it. that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I know someone that actually put it in pill form. That yes. They were able to mm-hmm. ingest it. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. She said that helped her with her postpartum. So and a lot of people say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, if that's going to help you, do it. Um, there is also, okay, we already did that. Snakes are traditionally associated with menstruation. Most um, euphemisms for menstruation include calling it a woman's friend of the curse, but an equivative, equivative, evocative, Ooh, evocative. Look at me. Evocative. evocative. Old fashioned one describes a menstruating woman as bitten by the snake. Oh, OK. I've never heard that one. I've been bitten by the snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that one. I uh, should be bitten this week. Yeah, so. I was bitten, so I'm cool. Yes. So a German fold um, belief documented as late as the 18th century suggests that uh, that is a menstruating woman's hair is buried in earth. It actually will become snakes. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. Do me a favor. Cut a piece of your hair when you got your period. Bury it outside. I want to see if there's snakes. We'll, we'll see. Okay. We shall see. <laughs> you should have saved some when you got your hair I cut. Know. I know. Hey, Brandy. I just got my hair cut. Yeah. <laughs> In Southern Asia, there's an ancient belief that menstruation indicates possession by snake spirits. So a woman is possessed monthly? Yes. Every 28 days? All right. Yeah, we've always been possessed. Mm -hmm. Come on. That's why they put us in little menstruation huts. Yes, that is true. 
So some historians believe that the story of Medusa had some basis in facts. They believe that there were events that occurred and that the Greeks simply created a new version of the events. Others think that her story likely had roots in historical facts. Joseph Campbell was one historian who believed this theory. He pointed out that a simple translation shows that the woman wore a mask to scare intruders and those who thought to bring her harm. The man who stole her mask then used the story to frighten others. So it could have been someone, you know, like the, the men were away at war. She had this creepy looking Gorgon mask and would scare people off. And then it kind of blends in, would just carry off of that. I don't know. I wasn't yeah. there. But of course, the men have to steal the women's ideas again. Right? 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 <laughs> So coral is allegedly Medusa's blood, which oh. spilled into the sea and was petrified. Interesting. Medusa's head was traditionally carved as coral cameos for an extremely powerful protective amulet. Wow. Mm -hmm. Medusa embodies menstruation's protective powers. Statues of Medusa were used to guard pagan Greek temples. Her image was used in Byzantine Greece to protect pregnant women and newborns. The image of her severed head remains a powerful protective amulet. Carved masks of the hideous, grotesque type of Gorgon's head were used as a protection against the evil eye. The technical term for the image of Medusa's severed head is Gorgion. Gorgonion. Sure. Gorginian. Gorginian. Yeah, I like that. She may also be accessed as or ex why can't i talk to it's the um succeed success access it's all right it's the s words i should be fine with that because i'm a snake i don't know why i feel like i sound like hannibal lecter <laughs> that didn't all right she may also be um accessed thank you as a living goddess by those seeking menstrual serpentine mysteries Ooh, i'm seeking menstrual serpentine mysteries <laughs> that's a title huh well the... that's gonna be the other thing i'll say when i'm on my period yes i'm seeking oh, yeah. the serpentine mysteries mm -hmm. after i've been bitten by the snake oh, but, ouch snake i've, I've been, been bitten. i've been nipped for the past couple weeks oh. <laughs> No. While the broad view of Medusa's mythology can be overshadowed by her characterization as a villain, there is much to be said of the demonizing conversation surrounding the misunderstood maiden. Sounds like Lilith. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I got total Lilith vibes from all of mm -hmm. this. Roman poet Ovid sought to make sense of the monster she had become within his metamorphosis A.D., Detailing her devotion to Athena and her desire to remain chaste. Was um, Artemis? Was it Artemis? Didn't she want to be chaste? She was virgin. Yeah, she was a virgin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Artemis was mm -hmm. Apollo's sister, goddess mm -hmm. of the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, her image was a symbol of strength used throughout the French Revolution and even the subject of a Romantic era poetry in an effort to undermine the prevailing context. Modern critiques uh, examine the role patriarchy had played in relation to the legend of Medusa, posing the question. What causes such fear of female strength and desire? Mm. 
In I wonder. Yeah. In 2008, the Mattel company produced the Barbie doll as Medusa, a collector's doll that portrayed a beautiful, sexy, pre-transformed Medusa. She wears snake jewelry and a chiffon fintail skirt. I'm into this. Okay. Her hair forms long curls that, according to Mattel, foretold the serpents that will become her hair. Wow. Yes. And that was pre- snakes yeah and the most um famous i think is versace's uh of course symbol is uh Mm -hmm. medusa herself so yeah it is her amulet she uh, was so much more than just the little snake monster Mm -hmm. in clash of the titans and i love her (laughs) definitely well um let's talk about some ways to connect with the goddess medusa medusa teaches teaches us to know and love ourselves outside of the expectations of patriarchal society because she is a reminder to be unapologetically ourselves and fierce in the face of oppression. Medusa is a perfect talisman for manifesting our honoring for manifesting and honoring our inner bad bitch. So, you know, we need to like hold on to that a little bit more. Yeah. She is a goddess of femininity, fertility, and menstruation. Medusa's power extends to those who need aid in these areas. So seek her out if you're looking for guidance while trying to conceive or experiencing any sort of reproductive health issues. That being said, if you're experiencing trouble, um, troubling symptoms, consult your doctor. Spiritual pa- practice is never an acceptable alternative to taking proper care of your health. Yeah, I was you like, know, okay, we gotta <laughs> we do gotta the combo. You know, yes, I mean, it is good to ask for guidance, but get some medical help as well for sure um the medini uh the medini i'm i'm meaning in medusa Uh Uh the meaning of medusa helps us through difficult transformations having experienced a few herself she knows what it's like to have changes have to change everything about yourself and sometimes in a way that everyone else perceives as a negative light in order to save yourself and move on from hard times so do not fear transformation. No. It may not be what you expect it to be, but it will be better in the end sometimes. You can um, perform a self-care ritual. You can connect with Medusa's element, which is water, by performing a ritual bath or something of the like. You can stand up for women's rights, which we are trying our best to do right now. You know, the state of our nation has been very rocky with women's rights as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, in recent years, Medusa has become a symbol of female empowerment. And the statue was erected in Manhattan outside of the courthouse where Weinstein was brought to stand trial for his numerous acts of assault against women. Awesome. Medusa stands proud and strong, hurting, holding Perseus's severed head in her hand. And this is symbolic of women standing against their abusers. Medusa's story of assault and then being hunted by men comes full circle in the statue. Revenge. Justice. Stand up for women's rights in whatever way you can and invoke the fierce, protective energy of Medusa the goddess. Yeah, you have to Google that image of that Mm -hmm. statue that was outside. That piece of shit. That's right. I said the S word. Mm -hmm. Hey, inner bad bitch, right? Sure. (laughs) So some correspondences, if you do want to try to work with Medusa, her symbols, moon, snakes, collect your menstrual blood, uh, seashells, coral, jewelry, candles, art of Medusa, a hagstone, uh, depictions of serpents or snake figurines, petrified wood, sand dollars or starfish, 
Get some beach sand, ocean water, and snake skin that has been naturally shed. Some colors are uh, green, reds, golds. Like those. Yeah. Animals, lions, and snakes. Oh, my. Like those, too. Yeah. Uh, gems and metals. Coral, bloodstone, hematite, uh, aquamarine, malachite, pearls, silver, or moonstone. A planet that corresponds with her is the moon, and many include um, Orpheus's disciplines have seen Medusa's face in the moon. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Well, in closing, Medusa's visage has experienced a renaissance as of late, with many choosing to identify her as an emblem of righteous protection to ward against evil and oppression. By reshaping the manner in which we define female vitality and societal representation, the true image of Medusa can be honored with the respect that she deserves. Man, this whole episode just jazzed me the beep up, like, (laughs) you know, the beep up. Freak on a leaf. Yeah, like... Oh, you know what's interesting is, and I forgot to mention this in the tea time, but um, Chris and I are, were watching uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary that's oh, on yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And as being from that generation, just the amount of assault that happened at that mm-hmm. festival and how like the women were there and a lot of women were topless and people were naked and they were showing video and just you just saw male hands just reaching up and grabbing boobs and the girls are pushing them away. And I'm like these are the women now that are trying to make a change. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that by like our daughter's age or the next generation or the next that we'll have some hopefully form of equality. But that's why like this whole Medusa thing really got me jazzed up. I was like, yeah. yeah. like, And how we were like, and it's funny because the promoters of that event, they were old then, they were like 40 something then, some 40, 50s, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so they were older when they were, interviewing them now and they were like well I didn't hear anything of these assaults and uh, it might have been one or two and it's like Uh, one or two is too much yeah you know no I'm sorry so protect um, your guests yeah so it just made me I was very proud that like we're we're changing and hopefully you know oh yeah more so I actually was following um this um she uh, she's a, a pit-up model and um, she interviews bands and she's big in the punk community. Her na- name is Erin Micklow and mm-hmm. she's out in London right now for um, some punk um, festivals. And when she was in the, um, the subway, they had posters for the festivals that were promoting how to um, protect women and uh, like and avoid assault and it was talking it had like a punk image and it was saying like um keep your gaze up here don't touch me things like mm-hmm. that and yeah. so the whole festival was putting up anti-assault posters it's awesome and i mean it's sad it's like, that it has to it's be sad that, that it has to be that way but it's good that they're starting to realize they need to make more of a vocal and yeah visual representation of it because it's been pushed aside for so long yes and so many men would get away with it and now that there's more women embracing their femininity and embracing their um you know their sexuality in public and just being like look this is my body and if i want to show it off that doesn't mean you have the right to touch it and you know in the issue they had back then obviously is you know a lot of the girls were passed out 
because mm-hmm. they were on drugs or mm-hmm. you know drinking and it's like that's not consensual like you no. so so i i love that the newer generation are understanding that more yes so. yes exactly but, yes go support women's rights yes that's what we're saying so. fist in the air I don't know why I did that, but I did. I am woman. Hear me roar. In lieu of birthday gifts, go donate to your favorite woman's charity. There. There you go. There That's you what go. I want for my birthday. Oh, Miss Gigi, I love your face. I'm so glad you. we do this. And thank you everyone for listening to us. Thank you. Gigi, how can everyone find us? Well, of course, you can find us on Instagram if you haven't already. Um, we're on Instagram at Goddess Chat Leos, and you can see fun pictures and stories just about different topics involving spiritual and um, and different witchy vibes and goddess vibes and just fun nature things, whatever. We just post a lot of fun things and just pretty pictures of our goddesses. Um, you can also uh, email us, goddesschat at yahoo.com if you'd like to connect with us a little bit more personally, if you want to collaborate with us um, or do some type of sponsorship or something like that. Um, you know, we love working with other small businesses definitely female driven businesses are our favorites um you know and we want to help promote you if we can and um we'd love to connect so uh thank you so much you can also reach us or listen to us on different services such as spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and of course please rate and review like whatever do it spread the word yeah get us out there talk about us tell your friends Tell your parents. Tell your tell neighbor. Your tell neighbor, your neighbor's t- neighbor. Tell, tell the dogs. lady at the cash <laughs> register at the Dollar General. You never know. Okay, wherever you you're at. Listen. That's you right. know, if you get that vibe, just be like, hey, you seem like a goddess. Hey. You might want to listen and learn about more goddesses. Hey, do you listen to podcasts? Why don't mm-hmm. you listen to these ladies? Mm-hmm. They're kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, us. too. And we love Nicole. Happy birthday. Yay! It's my birthday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>